0: Welcome to Preaching Into the Mirror, I'm Sharmini Kumar. Each week I'm spending time with some of the stories of Jesus, according to the Gospel readings of the Revised Common Lectionary, if that means anything to you. And I'm preaching the sermon that I think I most need to hear. You can't tell, but I look myself in the eye while I'm preaching, fire a mirror. You're welcome to eavesdrop. This week's passage is Mark ten thirty-five to 45 and The disciples are so childish here. They come to Jesus and they say, teacher, we want you to do whatever we ask, which might be kind of cute if they were small children who know they're about to ask a parent for something they aren't likely to get. And they're trying to get some kind of blind promise out of them before saying what they really want. But in adults, it doesn't seem cute. It seems silly to me. Jesus goes on to ask what they want and they talk about positions of power in the kingdom, which clearly means they have not been listening to what Jesus has been saying because Jesus has been talking over and over again in these last few chapters about the humility of the kingdom, welcoming the kingdom like a child, and here they are talking about power. And so Jesus spells it out for them. This is not how it works. The people who are greatest in the kingdom are the least in worldly terms are the people who have suffered at the hands of injustice. And the disciples are all were like, yeah, sure. And Jesus is like, well, we'll see. But the thing that interests me first is what they say straight up. Jesus, we want you to do whatever we ask. And yes, it's a silly little, little gambit to try and get Jesus to agree to their power play before he knows what they want. But I also think it's an expression of how they see Jesus. They see Jesus as someone who can and maybe should give them what they want. Or maybe it's more accurate to say, that's how I'm tempted to see Jesus. I want Jesus to be the magical genie that gives me whatever I want, that does whatever I say, and that's not Jesus. Firstly, because Jesus sees through what they're doing, which really they should have known he would do. I get that the disciples aren't always the quickest on the uptake when it comes to what Jesus is doing, but surely they had figured out by now that Jesus was pretty smart and was on to any tricks that they might pull. But I guess Jesus sees through me too, the times that I try to manipulate religion to make me seem a good person, the times I try to use faith to wield power over someone else. Jesus sees through that, and Jesus isn't pleased by it, but Jesus doesn't give up on Jesus' disciples. Secondly, Jesus has made, made it pretty clear by now over and over again that the kingdom isn't about power over others and it's not about getting what we want at the expense of other people. It's about participating in communal life, about laying down one's life for others, about the power to instead of the power over, that in short this is a place where the first shall be last and the last shall be first and it's a kingdom of welcoming children of justice and compassion not of me getting what I want and being able to manipulate other people to get what I want. And the disciples don't get that and sometimes I don't get that either. The temptation is to think that the humility is a show or some kind of um, entrance prerequisite that can be ditched when we get to the main attraction. But the truth of the kingdom is that in The kingdom, we only get what we want when we want is aligned with what is good and what is humble and what is God. So may God give me grace to see my own selfish attempts to use Jesus for my own ends. May God give me grace to repent of that sin and to be forgiven. And may God give me grace to embrace the kingdom, to be at the mercy of God. Amen.